0: Two of the most common times that most of us overeat is gonna be on the weekends or it's gonna be in the evenings. And I've done plenty of podcasts and posts in the past about how we can combat that weekend overeating and today I want to tackle the evening overeating that a lot of us are doing. I want to go through my top five strategies in which we can navigate this and hopefully it's going to help us in achieving our fat loss and body composition goals. Number one is to create awareness that this has perhaps been something that's been going on for almost your entire life and you've witnessed many many people during the process of your life do exactly the same thing. So I think that when a lot of us first try to start navigating this overeating in the evening, we put it down to poor willpower. Maybe we're not motivated enough, maybe we're not as disciplined enough. But I think that sometimes we forget that anything that we've instinctually done for our entire lifetimes is going to be hard to overcome. And realistically, you might have been witnessing this from three years old, four years old, all the way through to your adult life and you picked up on that habit yourself and maybe your partner does the exact same thing as well in terms of snacking in the evening and constantly overeating and overeating and overeating to the point in which you might find it normal. If you've been doing something for a decade, two decades, five decades, six decades, it's not going to be an easy thing to overcome even if you are the most motivated and determined person to do it. And I think that just creating that awareness that, oh wait, I've literally been witness to this my entire life. No one has told me that this is a bad thing to be doing. And this is part of my day. This is part of my daily behavior. It's like brushing my teeth or showering. I've gotten that used to doing this. And I say that because if a lot of people are in that position, you might think, oh, is it really as common as showering and brushing our teeth? And I think if we look at all the things that we've been doing for that length of time in our lives, it starts to rank up there. At least I do this on a week-to-week basis on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, without fail. And if you've done that for 52 weeks of the year, for 10, 40, 50, 50 years of your life, then it's something that's going to be ingrained into your behavior. So just creating that awareness initially that actually this is a long-term habit that's been built, it's not necessarily being the most productive me, but this has been a long-term habit. It can start to allow you to be a little softer with yourself. Okay, well this is maybe going to take a little bit more than just willpower and motivation to overcome. Maybe I need some genuine strategies, maybe I need to listen to more podcasts or research, and maybe I need to give it more time to work. That leads me on to number two, which is accept that you actually want to change this and accept that you've probably enjoyed this for the vast majority of your life. I'm going to switch this to alcohol for a second. So many people, when they first start their health and fitness process, they actually don't want to give up drinking in the evening. They actually look forward, they actually enjoy that glass of wine in the evening, or they enjoy sitting down and eating the takeaway, the Ben & Jerry's, whatever it is we genuinely enjoy those things like sometimes we do get to habits and we do things that are, can be kind of destructive even if we quote unquote don't enjoy them just because they built up over so long but so many of us enjoy going to bring in that takeaway so many of us enjoy opening that bottle of wine so not only are you overcoming a habit that's been built for a long long time for decades you're also stopping something that you actually believe that you genuinely enjoyed and the only reason you're stopping it is because it's now created some conflict with the bigger picture the thing that you really want to achieve however if we think about this from the perspective that you've maybe not gone on a fat loss journey before or you've never been successful you are trading something that's been ingrained in you for years that you genuinely enjoy for something you don't even know that's going to work and it's really really hard as well so i think it's really a case of just stripping it all back recognizing the vast nature of what you're doing, and also accepting that, yeah, I did enjoy this, but what's gonna be more enjoyable to me now is these longer-term things, being able to have a great quality of life with my grandchildren, for example, not having to struggle with my weight for another decade of my life as I move into my 30s and 40s, like all of these big long-term wins, you've gotta recognize that this will not equal this anymore. And this, this me getting in shape and being the best version of myself is more important now. Even if I enjoyed what I was doing before. So it's about that acceptance of like, yeah, I really do want to change because I understand the importance, but I'm not taking away the fact that I genuinely enjoyed this and it was ingrained for years. Because this gives you a much more realistic perspective. Because otherwise, if you keep putting it down to motivation, willpower, and all these types of things, you'll probably find yourself back at square one very, very quickly. Which once again smoothly leads us onto our next point, which is replace what you were doing with a habit or routine that contributes towards this new version of your upgraded self. You just spoke about all these different things that you wanted to achieve, this greater quality of life, this body confidence that you've never had before, this vitality that you're gonna have at a later age in life. All these things are incredibly incredibly important and now instead of doing what you're doing in the evening which was sitting down in front of the TV perhaps with X, Y, and Z snack or sitting down with your spouse drinking a glass of wine, think about what maybe you can do together or individually to upgrade yourself to move into this new vision of who you want to be. Maybe it's something as simple as journaling to become a little bit more reflective to get to know yourself a little bit more. Maybe it's taking up a new hobby that you've never done. Maybe you wanna learn a language. Maybe you wanna get better at a certain sport. Maybe you want to do something that you've never done before. Maybe you wanna explore the world of mathematics and you've never done so before. Whatever it is that appeals to you that doesn't involve you kind of just sitting, doing something passive, and then bringing in food alongside that is going to be such a great idea because if I feel like when we just remove things it becomes really hard because there's a void left, right? If we just take something away, then there's nothing there. We're just sat there with ourselves Passively watching TV, for example, or even if we turn off the TV, we just sit there and we're like, well, what do we do with ourselves? And of course, when you've got nothing to do, eating and watching TV is going to feel like something that's still very appealing, especially once again, if it's something that you used to enjoy. So replace it with something that you feel like you're making progress and something you've always wished that you've been able to do. If you can finally give yourself that time back, I guarantee you're going to feel way better. And that's going to give you something to look forward to the same way that you used to look forward to eating and drinking in the evening the Number four, and on the note of replace versus remove, factor something into your nutrition plan that fits nicely and still contributes towards your goals. If you are changing from your overeating of chocolate or crisps or takeaways in the evening to something that's quote unquote healthy, that fits your macronutrient requirements for the day and something you still genuinely enjoy, that can be a really healthy and easy spot. It might not be that you have to change the behavior of overeating in the evening, or maybe I'd say eating in the evening, because I think overeating is something that we would want to shift away from but you may still be able to have a snack that you enjoy in the evening and that might be sufficient I always say that most ends of the extremes are not where we want to be we don't want to be extremely deprived nor do we want to be overindulgent and usually somewhere in the middle wherever you fall on that spectrum is going to be done to you is most of the time where we want to be so just eating something you enjoy in the evening could be a perfect solution to this you don't have to overcome the behavior of removing the concept of food entirely after 8 p.m. for for example. I know so many people who have maybe been used to having ice cream and all that type of stuff in the past to so replacing it with their Greek yogurt and their protein powder, they throw in some dark chocolates and berries and all of a sudden they end up enjoying this even more than the foods that they were previously consuming because of now they wake up and the scales are still where they want them to be. They don't feel lethargic, they don't feel bloated, they don't feel guilty, they feel fantastic about the choice they made and they were still able to do it. So when their family, let's say they haven't caught on to this, continue to pick pizza or food and ice cream, or whatever it is in the evenings, they're happy to go to their choice. They still feel like they're joining in with maybe what the family is doing, but they're able to do it on their terms and in line with what they want to be doing. And answer number five, which is a fairly obvious one, but still one that's overlooked, is sleep at a reasonable hour. I've had a lot of messages in the past with clients who said, oh, I was just really, really hungry at this time of night, so I had to eat something. I was like, well, what time of night was it? Well, it was 2 a.m. Well, what were you doing up at 2 a.m. in the first place, right? If we don't allow ourselves to stay up deep into the night, and don't get me wrong, there will be times where we wanna enjoy ourselves, go out, etc. but if you're staying up routinely into the late hours of the night, you are gonna end up a little more hungry because you're extending your eating window even longer. However, if you decide that actually maybe I'm going to roll the clock back a little bit and start to try and sleep at midnight maybe i'm not going to be hungry at 2am because i'm going to be asleep so realistically if you find that you start to get hungry at 10 30 11 11 30 12 maybe that's a sign that perhaps your bedtime could start there maybe you get into an evening routine around 9 30 and then that sets you up for going to sleep at 10 versus raiding the kitchen cupboards i think this can be really helpful realistically we all know that if we sleep well we have great quality of sleep we're going to have a lot less cravings and hunger so this can also contribute towards the bigger picture of this and making that even easier and like i mentioned before it all comes down to habit it all comes down to routine so if you start getting to the routine of sleeping at a reasonable hour and it doesn't have to be 8 9 or 10 p.m even it could be 11 p.m but just start winding down perhaps when you find yourself at that point where you want to start raiding the kitchens and have that as an indicator instead of going to the kitchen to start heading to bed so i hope that helps team try and take at least one of these way apply it this evening see how you get on and i really hope it helps with so your health and fitness goals have an amazing week ahead take care and i'll speak to you all very very soon and that was the simply fit podcast i hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode i feel inspired to improve your health and well-being be sure to search for simply fit in apple podcasts google podcasts and spotify or anywhere else you get your podcast from and go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.